0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for checking out the feed right now. This is not officially a podcast uh, episode. We just want to remind you that we are going to be at Morongo Casino this Saturday, May 8th from 2 to 3 p.m. So if you happen to be at Morongo, come by and see us record our podcast. We're going to have Bort there. We're going to have Randy there. We're going to have Nick Soundwave. What up? And we will have the infamous... Heavy tea in the building as well, so we will have some giveaways. Ports, you overheard some of the giveaways I'm gonna have. Yep, they and, are going to be awesome. They're gonna be super legit on that, and uh, so just make sure you come hang out if you're available. All the details on our Instagram page, but you you don't even need that. Just Morongo Casino, two to three p.m. Be there, and don't forget we're still doing Las Vegas June 5th, and more details <laughs> to come. We'll give you the details on that. Um, If you want to stick around on this feed, I did get to fulfill a dream and interview the founder of Raising Cane's. He has a new TV show out. It's called Restaurant Recovery. It's on Discovery+. And we can listen to that interview together right now if you like to. I'll uh, throw it right here. All right. Before I do all and let you hear the Todd Graves interview about raising canes. I had to break in from my house and give you all the details on Julianne returning to iHeartRadio, Radio. You know, yes, know. <laughs> yeah, I had to give you a quick call and give people the details. How you doing, Julianne? I know, I'm so
1: excited. I'm doing great. I I couldn't be happier to be back.
0: Yeah. So if you didn't catch our Instagram post, you are joining the team at coast now coast is a radio station in los angeles if people don't know and you're you're thinking like oh wait a minute um julianne is joining iheart why doesn't she just join the woody show now let me break it down for you coast is a huge radio station in los angeles they make a ton of money so they can afford to hire julianne Onto their staff, so yeah. So I'm, I'm really, exactly. I'm really excited to have you back in the building, and hopefully, you can hop on the podcast when you can. But can you tell everybody what you're actually doing at Coast?
1: So I'm going to be the producer for a show called Love Songs on the Coast. And so what that show does is that they take dedications for you know for your spouses or you know awesome dates you've been on. It's just like a it's just a love show. So, because I'm the most loving person around, they uh-huh. wanted me to be the producer for the show.
0: That's awesome.
1: So I'm, I'm kind of like a, a Cameron on Coast 103.5.
0: All right, sweet. So that's gonna be
1: awesome. Yeah, but yeah, but people keep asking me to like or telling me I can't wait to hear you on air. For just FYI, I'm not the kind of producer that Cameron is. Like, I'm not going to be on air. You can't hear me, but I'll be doing all the behind the scenes. So I'll answer all the phone calls. So if you ever wanted to calling and chat, then um, you don't hear me that way. There's- Look
0: at you, a producer now.
1: I know. Who the fuck?
0: Karen the Sharp, 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. to midnight on Coast. It's going down for real. No, 3.5. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now I'm going to switch on over to this interview that I did with the founder of Raising Cane's. His name is Todd Graves. He has an incredible story. And you're going to hear about it right now. Todd, how are you doing? I'm super excited to have you on with us. Well,
1: thank you. Thank you very much. This is good exposure for a lot of hard work independent family restaurants. So thanks for doing it.
0: Yeah, no problem. I I do want to go through the history of uh, Raising Cane's a little bit. I'm a super fan, so I hope it's okay if I talk your ear off and ask you a bunch of questions. Is that okay? (laughs) sure. Okay. I, well, I just want to set it up, you know, Raising Canes, uh, the story goes and I want to see if you can confirm it, that it all started as a um, college project. You came up with a business plan and it was submitted to a college and it was shot down and then you kind of just went on your own, you know, get some loans to start the company and that got shut down. So you ended up just saving money and starting the company on your own. Is that true?
1: Man, that is right on. Uh, but you left out one point is that I did not have any money to save so i had to work as a boiler maker in refineries two of them in los angeles one in el segundo and torrance and then i actually went and commercial fished in alaska and then came yeah. back at the north lsu and reconstructed the first canes uh uh with my own hands uh look it was it was the teacher said professor said the plan like your your the, the way you put it all together was great but the concept is flawed because this is where quick service restaurants back then were going to tons of varieties of different menu items. And like that was the trend. And It was like you need that to not get the veto boat. You need that to drive extra day part sales and all those things. And, and look, I just personally just believe in doing one thing and do it better than anybody else or try to do it better than anybody else. And that's a philosophy. Know what you know and do what you do and do it well. That's why we say Raising Cane's Chicken Beer, One Love, and that's really paid off for us.
0: Yeah. Well, I want to ask you about that LSU location. So did you pick it to prove a point, or you just knew that would be a really good location?
1: Like, well, I mean, no, I, I did it because I just, you know, Baton Rouge is home for me. Love LSU. And look, I, look, I was, you know, this was a college business planning class. I mean, I, you know, for me, I wanted to work with college students, and, you know, and I wanted college students as customers. I understood that, right? I understood yeah. it what the kind of work environment everyone wanted and I understood what customer college customers wanted. So that's what felt good to me. And thank goodness this location was available because it was it was so dilapidated, but a pretty decent corner and so I could do the work myself. If they you know so normally rent I couldn't afford. They're like, yeah, you get cheap rent if you fix the place up, kind of thing.
0: Yeah. I mean it definitely paid off. You're up to five hundred and thirty locations now all over. And uh I wanted to ask you, is there any locations that you can think of are like, wow, I can't believe we're opening a Cane's in this location.
1: And uh, all the time, I mean, all the time, like when you, when, you, when you have to work so hard to do what I did to start the first restaurant, you're always appreciative and every yeah. restaurant matters. Every crew, you know what I mean? Like it never leaves you that way. I was very fortunate. That was hard to start because the appreciation never leave me, but yeah, it blows me away. Right. I mean, we opened in Guam. I last know. Week, Actually, know?
0: that's, that's one that I wrote down. I go <laughs> Guam. Uh, it, I, I, mean, I can't Austin, believe it. Right? Yeah.
1: Then, yeah, I mean look at we get to serve our military over there and, and, and it's doing incredible. And like like people in Guam love Canes. It blows me away. The Middle East. It's so popular in the Middle East. You know, things like that are just just wonderful to me. Hawaii, Alaska, you know, and we're in twenty nine states now, so I can't wait to get to every part of the country.
0: Yeah, it's nuts. And I uh I know I believe you are the the Elvis superfan, yes or no?
1: Yeah, 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 man! I love yeah. the king. I, I love the whole style and how he created the whole this phenomenon. Yeah, because
0: right? I was reading that you're opening uh, a racing canes in Tupelo, Mississippi, which I know is the birthplace of Elvis. So that might mean something. I, to had, you. To
1: you yeah. I, mean? I had to be there. Yeah, I mean, I had to.
0: Yeah, so that. <laughs> That's huge. Yeah. I mean, I I would get very excited every time uh, Raising Cane's is opening. And I'm excited because right down the street from the radio station here in Burbank, California, you're opening Raising Cane's. And we would like to thank you for that.
1: Oh, look, it's my pleasure. And and what my promise to the community is, we're going to be a place that's going to employ people from Burbank. And they're gonna have a great place to work, they're gonna have advancement opportunities. Most of these people go on and do other things, right? You know, yeah. they either come, they either grow and be managers with us or so they go do other things, and I just want them to have a good place to work and they carry it on with them. And look, we're gonna be we're gonna be heavily involved and in giving back to the community and everything else. So we're just thrilled to be in Burbank.
0: Yeah, and all over the yeah, Los Angeles, you're expanding. Um, I, I'm originally from the San Francisco Bay Area. I know all my friends are super excited. Uh, the guy that got me my start in radio is a major fan of Raising Cane's, and he can't wait for it to open in the San Francisco Bay Area. So it's it's just delicious. And I'll have to admit, because where I live in Burbank, the closest one, it takes me about 40 minutes to get to Raising Cane's. And uh, so sometimes I, I do look up how to make the recipe online to make the sauce <laughs> and i make it at my house you know we can love it I yeah love it. so i hope that's okay but um
1: <laughs> absolutely but you, you gotta admit because i do it at my house too you yeah. know where we'll be down you know somewhere vacationing or something people are like hey whip up some cane sauce i'm like i will but you in small batches you cannot match it yeah and also with our spice and seasoning plaques and our juice the, the stuff that goes in it like people don't even have like the ingredients i have in my spice pack i got some crazy stuff in yeah that, like All edible, right? (laughs) and But it's like like really good. The poultry seasonings that we use in our chicken, the spices I use into the deal, it's like when you do just one thing, these these quality chicken Mm -hmm. finger meals, right? You know, we can make them craveable because you make them the best you can, right? Yeah. So anyway, I love you make it at home, but in small batches, you just can't match it. Oh yeah, pretty good.
0: Definitely. It's not exactly the same, but. It's, it's pretty close. Going back to Burbank, you're now hosting a television show on Discovery Plus, and I absolutely love it. It's called Restaurant Recovery. And the first episode, you shoot it here in Burbank for Chili John that I go to quite frequently, and it's delicious. It's amazing because you had the same thoughts that I had. Like right when I walked into Chili John's, I go, man, they should have a lot more seating. And you just go through it. You help this family out that's in debt and just fix up the restaurant. It's incredible. You know, if people don't know, about the television show, it's to help out all these restaurants that have been affected by the pandemic. And you just go from city to city. You have a bunch of celebrities that stop by. One that really hit me was when you went to St. Louis. You went to a Crown Candy Restaurant. The moment of the slicer when uh, you help out and you you know you bring in a new slicer. I I don't want to give it away, but it was hard not to cry. I, I want to know if was it hard not to get emotional when shooting this television show.
1: Oh my. I- Gosh, yeah. you know, yeah, and look, I, I like I need to be the strong one, right? These yeah. people have been through so much, right? And so, uh, man, I mean, there was a lot of crying going on. And I just got so touched by it. But like, what you're talking about, St. Louis, and it's okay to talk about. But like, that was Timmy, and 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 that 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 man, you know, being having some challenges, he he does right physically and and things. He works his he works his tail off, and they love him. And they actually, you know, that that family, those owners, they they have him living in the apartment above the place to take care of him, right? That's and so awesome. he works hard every day, but he was so excited. You know, he, his speech is kind of um, an impediment, you know, like we couldn't speak well, but you could see his smile and yeah. the way he was this exuberant, like, he didn 't have to push that 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 slicer all day, and this is something that these people wanted to buy for him they didn 't have the money though they're racking up credit card debt, just keeping their people employed right and so that's something but I going to tell you man, that feels good to do that like like giving means more when you get it back you know just just like helping chili johns and Burbank right i mean yeah. wanna, this is a Veteran family, right? In a legendary restaurant, Chili John's, that Walt Disney used to go to. One of Walt Disney's favorite restaurants. I mean, these places need to be preserved.
0: Absolutely. You also went to, uh, you know, your your hometown. You went to Poor Boy Lloyd's, which I need to visit immediately. It looks still del- <laughs> like
1: great Cajun food by a great Cajun family, right?
0: Yeah, and you had that uh, episode with Shaq, which was awesome. and it remind me because we also I mean our show, the Woody Show, we broadcast in the area. we so I've been to New Orleans many times and it remind me of a place I want to know if you've ever been to it. um and I'm gonna butcher their name, but it is so good. It was a uh, louis Louis Zaz uh, by the track. Have you heard of it?
1: La Uzza. Uza is on the track, the, of course. It's yes. legendary restaurant. That
0: place is so good. And I I practiced that name a hundred times before this interview, and I knew I was going to get it wrong.
1: Legendary restaurant. And then I did another legendary restaurant there, Domelis's, right? The Domelis yeah. family in uptown New Orleans legendary bull boys. But look, what happens is these restaurants going into you know these restaurants, they're all good restaurant owners. They just... And they, do, they, and they do a famous job, and they take care of the crew, they take care of the customers, but they couldn't have prepared for this pandemic. Yeah. Right? They could not have prepared for it. So, so helping out, this is a feel-good show. This is not going in and saying, you're doing this wrong, this wrong, this wrong. This is like, let me help you through this pandemic. Like, so Chili John's, imagine most of their business came from, you know, in Burbank, the film industry, right? Yeah. They, people filmed in there. Once upon a time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino, mm-hmm. you know, and then the people from the industry ate lunch there and then picked up food there at night before they left. Well, that shut down immediately. All filming halted. So their business goes down like 80%. And they're losing money, racking up credit card debt. So I was able to do things to keep them afloat that they just couldn't think of when you're trying to, when you're racking up credit card debt, you're scared because you have to take care of your daughters. And I could think and say, let's do a car hop out back. And then I could also call my friend Snoop to come in and kick it off and drive one of those classic cars in the here to do it, you know? And so anyway, we did some good things. I think it really helped their business.
0: Yeah, no, I, I definitely think that you did. Can I say this? I think you're actually a really good television host. Did you have any uh, broadcast training or, at all?
1: No, no, no. Yeah. You know what? Um, why I'm the, and I appreciate you saying that, yeah. um, why why this felt normal was it's in my wheelhouse, yeah. right? It's I love the restaurant industry. I love the people in the industry. So I was very comfortable and very excited to talk to them. Like, put me on a different show that doesn't involve that, I probably, probably would you know, probably
0: do terrible. No, I, th- I think you did a great job and um, it got me to thinking that, you know, when you're, you're done with this show that you should continue doing some shows. I would like to pitch some show ideas for you. Feel free to <laughs> use them. All right. Tell me what you think. And I'll all tell right. you, I'll tell you why. Okay. So my first uh, pitch idea is brand revival. Now Okay. So here's the concept of the TV show that, you know, there's a lot of chains out there that, that had their heyday, but for some reason they got bought by another company or, um, you know, for some reason there they was managed poorly, but they're still like a really good chain restaurants. They're just not at the heyday that they once were. I think that you should go in and help some of these brands, you know, revive themselves. So that's that's show one. I don't know if you like that one. But I'm I'm pitching it. All right. So show two, we would call it franchise rise. Now here here's the thing. There's some of these franchises that they're just regional and you know they're super good, but for some reason they never hit California. I'm sure for a guy that can take one restaurant to five hundred restaurants, you can take some of these good good restaurants and help them expand because they just stay in a certain area for like thirty years and never go anywhere else. I'm gonna you switch have a third. To a third, that's it. Just two. Oh
1: good. Let's
0: do it. Okay, cool. Good. Um, (laughs) I want to talk about your social media as well. Your social media is really, really good, and you're huge into sports. Is there going to be any um, sports ownership in your future?
1: (laughs) hilarious that i've never been asked that question no no I'm, no I'm i'm good i just am a big fan big fan though right so yeah. i'm just a big fan i mean i like i, I like it all so uh, just absolutely love sports and love the players and uh anyway some of them had on the show right yeah so, no i so i inter-
0: sports, so. i uh enjoy your interviews that you do on social media with some of the players are just you know some of the um the montage videos that you do with some of the players are just like having fun and hanging out so I,
1: I just thought like yeah, you know, I mean some of these kids going through the draft is really fun because it's catching them in a place in time, right? Yeah. And so like like let's say let's put it this way, like last year, Clyde Edwards Lair, right, he's going into the draft and talking to him before about how he feels about it. Then he go he actually goes to the end of the front or first round, then he gets to play the Chiefs, and then he becomes a starter. And so like I talked to Clyde, like actually we might um we might go fishing this weekend, and it's like to see we we, we but we captured them that time, right? Yeah. And so that's fun for me because these people, most of them, go on to be superstars, right? And it's cool to see them when they're still still young men before they've hit the big league.
0: No, it's awesome. That's why I thought, like, oh, you know what? I see him being a a part owner of like a team that you're really passionate about one day. You say, well,
1: you never know. You, you never, never know. Won. You
0: never know. Yeah, I mean, if you do, I feel free to give me tickets to wherever you're at because uh, we do enjoy <laughs> some live sporting events. You got it. Um, you got it. I, I just want to ask you one last question before we go. Um, for somebody that's starting a brand, you know, have any ideas on, um, getting the word out there, if they don't have any budget for marketing, what would be the best advice you could give?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, this is the best time ever for, uh, for free marketing, you know, that gets out there. Uh, social media, um, it's just, the greatest way and the cheapest way to get your word out there. You just have to do things that are interesting, right? And so, like, for example, uh, Poor Boy Lloyds here in Baton Rouge, we got a muralist here in Baton Rouge for very cheap. You know, this the artist wanted their artwork up. Very cheap to do a mural. And we did, like, the angel wings, but we did crawfish claws. Mm -hmm. And put that up for them to have some free marketing, right? Well, people, and we put the hashtag Poor Boy Lloyds and all this. People have been going like crazy to go down and take their picture there, right? Yeah. All free, and people are coming in, but then they're sending it around to their, to all their people and telling them about it. So for me is doing clever ideas to get your word out on social media, uh, showing. So whatever concept it is, show your products, but do it an interesting way. Uh, and if you're not creative, ask all your creative friends and, uh, it's the best time if you don't have a budget to actually market your restaurant.
0: It's awesome. Well, I I'm enjoying the show discovery plus, Restaurant recovery. Everybody should watch it. Make sure you have some Kleenex because it will get emotional at times. Pretty much, probably every episode. But uh, I love what you're doing and helping out so many people. And I'm excited about all the expansion around here and everywhere for raising canes.
1: Well, Minas thanks so much for the exposure for the show and these uh, great people, uh, these great restaurateurs. I think not only for them, if you know, just people watch the show. We all need to do our part to support small business, independent. You know, family-owned businesses look us chains like like Brazen Cane's. We have so many resources. I mean, we have huge marketing budgets. We have big, build shiny, shiny buildings, and you just see it. Well, the neighborhood places you got to remember to go to them because they have a they have character, they have a soul, and if we don't, they'll go out of business and never comes back. And we lose that, and it's going to be replaced by a high-rise, or it's going to be replaced by a chain, and we don't need more of those. So we all need to, to, to think consciously to support small business.
0: Oh, I have one other question. We don't have to use it for the interview. One of my friends is convinced, convinced that um, that the uh, there's something a little bit different with the raisin Cane sauces in Las Vegas. Is that true or not true?
1: No, no, it's hilarious. See, we get that I- everywhere. It- <laughs> They're like, it tastes it, different. It, I'm it, telling it, you. It's the same. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. yeah. We
1: get it everywhere. People yeah. are the same way. Hey, yeah. this is, because especially new markets are like, yeah. look, I'm from Louisiana and this Chicago cane sauce is not the same. Or <laughs> the toast isn't the same. but like The toast is exactly the same.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, See, I can't wait to uh, give her this audio and tell her that she's out of her mind. Thank you so much. All and ho- right, hopefully man. I don't bother you too much on social media. I am, I'm menace on Instagram and I, uh, I comment a lot. When you do your live streams, I do comment on there as well. Oh, you can you can block man, me it. if I'm doing too much.
1: <laughs> no, no, man, I appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. That helps to get enthusiasm. Really, I really do.
0: It was great talking with you. And if you need ever need you anything, that, ever need us to shout out or anything, feel free to reach out. No problem.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, we, if you have anything in the future you want me to come on for, just let me know. All right, sounds good. Okay, okay, man. Thanks. Bye.
0: Bye.